What? Yeah. What? Yeah, you want me to tell that? You want me to tell that? Like, like yeah. your family mm-hmm. curse? Yes. Yeah. You. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I. You want me to tell you that? Like, since it's like <laughs> it's related. <laughs> I don't understand. What do you mean? Okay. Like, what do you? Uh, no. Wait. Hold, hang on. Okay, I'm, so, I'm, so. No. Like. <laughs> like, I'm not yes. over the shock yet. You mean? Right. What? Yeah. You so, can't. so when I say family curse, I mean like a bloodline curse. Right. 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 A- yeah. yeah. Like I'm picking up what you're yeah. putting down, but you mean to tell okay. me after all this fucking time of knowing you, you're just gonna drop it on me like that? Be like, oh, I could just tell oh, absolutely. the the family curse in the opening, and I'm just supposed to be like, yeah, dog, let yeah. it fucking grow. What? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I'm actually surprised I haven't told you this story before. I kind of thought that I had, but apparently I haven't. So I I, I feel like yeah. family curse. Uh, yeah. bloodline would be like one of those things that I would remember so yeah, I don't well, think I mean, so maybe. apparently not as soon as soon as like I saw the shock on your face I was like oh shit I've never told her whoops unless unless like so. strip strip brain melted part of that memory away no I don't fucking probably think, not no what Wait, how long have we been friends you didn't fucking tell me this a hot minute yeah oops okay go I'm saving it for the good times okay so um my grandfather was born and raised in Monterey, Tennessee, and he is related by blood and marriage and so on and so forth. His, his, my maiden name is Gentry, so his last name is Gentry, right? So L.V. Eugene was my grandfather. He is related to a family called the Buckners, and there's several around here. There's like several sets of Buckners. It's not just like one or two, right? Yes. We, I know a set of Buckners. Uh huh. My family fucking hates them. Yeah, because, there there are so many sets of them. Yes, but the, this particular one I'm talking about is actually like they're jackasses because they think that they're rich, but they're actually very white trash. And oh but, yeah, and it's just the guy walks around Walmart with no shoes on. So yowzers. Yeah. Okay. okay. So go ahead. Wild. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, you're great. So uh, my grandfather, when he was 18, 19 years old, like he was the definition of a hellion. Absolute hellion like this man told me story because i mean he he was born in like 1934 so like jesus old right like he lived until he was 75 like here we are but he when he was younger told me stories about uh people like one of the like one of his favorite stories to tell me was there was a sheriff that was just an asshole like absolute dickbag to everybody and my grandfather saw him like he and a bunch of his friends saw this sheriff go into a porta potty and they went, <laughs> watch this. And my grandfather runs over, waits to, like, gives him a minute to, like, settle down and, like, get going, right? Disgusting. And then pushes the porta potty over. Just <laughs> topples it and it rolls down a hill and you can hear the, the fella hollering the whole way down, right? So. That actually <laughs> could have killed that guy. Correct. A hellion. Absolutely a hellion. So he gets uh, married at 18 years old. My grandmother was 16. Yes. I yeah. thought you were going to say, yeah. so he gets arrested. <laughs> no, nope, he didn't. He didn't get in trouble because the officer couldn't prove who it was. What the fuck? Damn. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So he gets married to my grandmother. Uh, he's 18. She's 16. Uh, he signs up and enlists in the military. So he's about to go to boot camp uh, or he had just gotten back from boot camp, I think. Um, and he's waiting to get deployed. <sighs> And he is doing stupid shit with his friends, as you do, right? Uh, And he's driving a car 
through, like, down Monterey Mountain real fucking fast. Way too fast. And they had been drinking, because that's what you did when you were a hellion and you're 18 years old, right? And he, yes. I-40 I Monterey no. Mountain or the back road? The back roads. I love that road. And also, yeah. that's yeah. fucking terrifying. Absolutely. And he was drunk going, like, 60. Holy like, shit. I've driven 60 yeah. through those roads, and that's terrifying. Absolutely. Middle of the night, dark, scary. So he misses a turn and oh. skids a oh. little bit. Goes, there's no guardrail at this point in time. So he goes off of this little, like, raised part of the road down into somebody's front porch, into their house, right? Oh my fucking God. Yeah, breaks his leg. Uh, a couple of, like, nobody died, but a couple of the other guys in the car get hurt, right? So... My grandpa breaks his femur, like, big bone. Oh, yeah. oh, ow, that hurts. Big boy. <laughs> yeah, right? Woo. So the guy comes out of the house with a shotgun because he's like, what the fuck? <gasps> Sees these kids and he's like, you dumb son bitches. And then calls the police and calls the ambulance and, you know, whatever. <sighs> he, so my so, grandpa. Wait. Yes. But they crashed into the guy's house, right? Absolutely. So yeah. he so he just actually came out of his bedroom with the shotgun right, into the living basically, room. Basically, yeah, yeah, pretty much because the guy, yeah, because he was like parked in the living room with the, with the car. Ooh, so God, so uh, he they all go to the hospital, get taken care of. Right, my grandpa gets taken to his house and set up in bed because you know he's got a fucking broken leg, uh, so he's on the good medicine. <sighs> My grandmother's not sleeping in the room with him because, you know, she doesn't want to roll over Jocelyn and hit his leg. So it's like dark 30, you know, like a little bit after dark. And yeah, dark 30, if you never heard that phrase. What? Dark 30. Yeah. Sure. It gets dark. It's right after whatever. It's right after dark. Okay, thank so, you. You're welcome. <laughs> so he's he's laying there like going in and out of sleep as you do when you're on the good pills. And he notices it's getting lighter in the bedroom and he can't. He's like, oh, no, it, it just got dark. Why is it getting bright again? That's weird. And he, like, looks to the foot of the bed, and there is this, like, opalescent white being in uh, completely white clothes. Like, she looks like a Quaker, like how I imagine, a, like, a, a Quaker to look um, from his descriptions. Her face is all scarred up. Her hands are all gnarly because she's old. And she just stares at him. Just stares at him. Doesn't move. He doesn't move. He can't move because his fucking leg's broken. And she just stares at him for a good 10 minutes. Oh. He can't scream. He can't make any sound. He can't move. He can't knock anything around. That's... And finally, she's just gone. 10 minutes is a long... 10 minutes. ...fucking time. Yep. Yep. And that is in the, the house that my brother and I own. Like, oh. that is in Cookville, that house. Right. So, my grandfather... Freaked the fuck out, right? He gets a hold of his family and he's like, what What in the actual fuck? What the fuck? And they tell him, oh yeah, that's the Buckner curse. And he goes, the what now? The who to what a? Uh-huh. So it turns out that I can't remember the specifics of why this curse exists, just that it does. And every single member of the family, at some point in their life, when they're injured or when they're in like a time of need, this woman is going to show up. So... And and That's do the Buckner curse. And just fucking terrify you? Yeah, pretty much. I guess scare the shit out of you so you don't do something stupid again. I don't know. Did she show up when you got COVID? Nope. nope. All right. So we need you to break your leg via car crash. That's fucking rude. No <laughs> That's fucking rude. You know <laughs> Zoe, it's for scientific 
research <laughs> i don't know about it i don't know about it but yeah that's that's a short short little story um i've been trying to talk to my brother about it and see if he can remember anything or talk to other members of the family um see what's happened to them or hasn't happened to them or what have you so because my brother's got some pretty good spooky stories okay um yeah no you never fucking told me that story ever well now you know okay thanks that's You're welcome um, if Wonderful. it ever happens, I'm going to call you. Immediately. Immediately. Oh, absolutely. That's, be like, look, we need to record this right now. That's like the worst fucking curse imaginable. It's 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 kind of like one of those things of like, it's not like it really does anything terrible. It's like, I hope that you stub your toe. Kind of mm-hmm. like, it's just like, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. It, what? Yeah. And I don't know if she only shows up when somebody does something fucking stupid or if it's like when you're just injured really badly, I don't know. We gotta- I can't ask my mom because that's my dad's dad. Oh, your so dad's- it wouldn't be through my mom's side; it would be through my dad's side. It your dad's dead. Yes, I'm so yeah. sorry. That's okay. I'm wondering if he maybe saw her when he had a heart attack the first time because he had three before he died. Jesus, so I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a quadruple bypass after the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, can I tell a joke? To lighten the mood? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't trust stairs because they're always up to something. That's true. Hey, you want a fun fact? Yeah. So you remember me talking about Flying Disc Media or Flying Disc uh, Publishing House last yes. week? Yeah. Yeah. You know what's really cool about it? What? Flying his dick across your face. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you were not expecting that at all. <laughs> You know who helped me with that? Who? Shout out to my uh, to my good buddy Otto. Thanks, my man. Fuck off, Otto. <laughs> <laughs> he was over here the other day, and he was like, "Hey, hey, hey!" I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, "You gotta tell Katie something." I was like, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> "Absolutely." <laughs> you guys are mean. I was so excited. <laughs> I thought I was gonna learn something. Oops. Flying, flying disc dick across you know what yep. you want to know what else is flying this dick across your face i'm really uncomfortable but sure spooky stories yeah it is <laughs> Sp- spooky dick God. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Oh, okay. This is <sighs> heads or tails. Uh, heads. You sure? Yeah. You bother? We're gonna do heads this time. I am. I can't. What? Something feels wrong about flipping this quarter today. I don't know what it is. Nope. Uh, don't lose it. Tails. I go first. Ooh. I had to look at it for a second, and I'm like, eagle, go first. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Wait, can we talk for a second? Why yeah. is the eagle tails? Because it's not the head. Because it's the head yeah, why of the it... president. The president's head. Right. Heads. Right. But why is it not heads uh, or heads or eagle? Heads or uh, heads or why because, is it? Because maybe probably because people use the phrase "I can't make heads or tails of this." I don't understand. I don't know. 
Uh, That's just a guesstimation. I have no idea. In the Middle Ages, children played a version of the coin toss known as cross and pile. What we now know Ew. as heads was the cross, and we refer to as tails was the pile. Back then, the top of the coin bore the image of a cross. The reverse side was called pile. That's weird. That doesn't... That doesn't explain anything. Oh, I fucking hate you. This one is... It, well, this one literally just says what you said is heads. Ha! And reverse presumably called tails because it's opposite of the head. Ha! Go fuck off. Called okay. <laughs> called it. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Okay. Um... Whatever this is, and if you want to keep supporting it, be sure to head on over to Patreon <laughs> at patreon.com slash nowhere. We have two tiers. We have a investigator tier, which is $5, and you get a shout-out and close friends on Instagram. And then a $7 tier where you get access to bonus content, which we are now chugging out now, which is pretty fucking Woo. cool. And uh, you get a sticker. I send you a sticker in the mail with a little thank a you. A sticker. A stick for your car. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. Okay. All right. Anyways, I'm going first. Absolutely not. I'm going first. Okay. So I... Okay. So this is episode 65 and we're supposed to be covering uh, Spooky Tales. However, we did not get enough stories. And as much as I want to blame the listeners for not sending in their stories, because I mean, it's called listener stories for a reason. You got to send them in. I blame myself. I'll take the blame for this one. 100%. Okay. Um, Because I didn't pester anybody. Usually I pester the shit out of people. It is what it is, yeah. But, yeah, I just, I couldn't do it. I can't. It's 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 mentally taxing of people being like, yeah, I'll send them to you, and then they don't. So, we got it, we got something a little bit better. Uh, people asked to do, like, a little bit, um, a little bit different spooky, like a little, like, a little, like, like, um, spicy spooky stuff. Like, zhuzh it up. So you'll zhuzh it up. Thank you. Zhuzh it yeah, up. You're welcome. I got you. So, we zhuzhed it up today, and we've come up with local legends, local wars. Uh, what'd you call your, what was your... Weird local shit. <laughs> That's what I called it. Um, I called mine Virginia Legends. Zoe called hers weird local <laughs> shit. So if you can't figure Absolutely. out our personalities by how we title things. <laughs> no, every title, even in like fucking English class, is this kind of shit. Anytime I had to write a paper, it was some dumb, stupid thing that was like, you'll remember who I am because I can't title anything. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking piece of shit. I think I called my thesis for a while. Fuck this shit. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. And I, I think that was the only time I ever did that. And then I almost sent it to my professor. I do remember <laughs> that. I do remember that. And as soon as I uploaded it, I always triple check my emails. And I was like, don't Wait. send him your Wait. thesis <laughs> called fuck this shit. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So we're doing local legends and we're going to do three apiece to do like a, yeah. like keep the, keep the storytelling theme going right yeah excellent so my first story that i'm gonna tell from virginia is the is the bunny man i'm sorry is the bunny man and actually um i actually heard this legend from somebody here in virginia before i looked this up so it's actually pretty prevalent here to know okay um yeah super popular uh in the in the northern northern virginia area so fairfax county is like Northern, like, kind of like the suburbs of... I always described it as, like, the suburbs of, like, Arlington. That makes sense. And then you go out a little bit further. It's like... Fairfax County is fucking massive, by the way. And it's god-awful. I was like, it's great, but the the traffic is shit. But uh, where this legend took place is actually, like, 15 minutes from me. Gross. Yeah. Tell me. (laughs) So this legend goes back way to the 1900s. 
with the residents of Clifton, which is like the next town over from me. And it started in the post-Civil War area. Civil War era. Thank you. Rumor has it that there was a mental insane asylum right. in, in a town, like in the woods, like secluded, like like mysterious as back in do. the woods. Right. Like as it as it, you know, the tone for the story, right? And, yeah. and the and the residents didn't like it being there. They're just like, you know, like inmates, psycho people, like we don't want them here. We don't want them. Sounds get about them. right. Yeah. yeah, get them out of here. So it's it's a quiet quiet town. It's it's very your ruler rural rural fuck. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, even to this day, it's it's pretty um, pretty pretty non-existent town. It's just a whole lot of nothing so they're like yeah we don't uh we don't want the asylum so they signed a petition and they were like get them out of here so in 1904 it was granted and they moved the quote-unquote inmates out they they bust them all up and moved them out okay so all of the inmates were to be sent to what is called the lorton prison of lorton virginia which is about a 30 minute drive give or take with traffic and anybody who's from northern virginia just i twitched at traffic um you have so did they name like tim lorton's shut the fuck up (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) at any rate they're on a fucking bus and they're headed out to lorton's jesus (laughs) and as they're driving the bus flips crashes flips oh shit (laughs) yeah right yeah now you feel bad oh no i don't (laughs) Don't feel bad. You're awful. My jokes are still still jokes. They're still funny. Mm, Death not, is not funny. You're not funny. Tim so, Hortons is fucking funny. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so the bus rolls. The bus rolls. Jesus. With all these inmates Listen. on it. And they scatter like fucking roaches. They just take the fuck oh, off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, understandably so, right? So they take off into the woods, right? Because they're in the middle of nowhere. After about four months of them... You know, re- like recovering all these inmates. They got all of them except one. Oh no! A single Douglas J. Griffin. Okay. He escaped. He did not show back okay. up. Okay. After he escaped, there were reports of half-eaten, gutted rabbits. At least they were gutted, I guess. Yeah, like corpses and. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, they were. Oh God. They were. They were being found in the area that they suspected he was at. Right. So. Yeah. It, they were just kind of like, he must be eating rabbits to be staying alive. Which, I mean, fair. Which, I'm impressed he could catch them. They're right, rabbits. Right, right. Um, it's kind of gross. So after a period of time, these like dead rabbits stopped showing up. And so they're like, oh, he died. Like, he's gone or he moved on. Or we can't find him. So they just kind of like threw their hands up about it. Like, they couldn't find him. They didn't know what to do. So not, it's the early 1900s. They were just like, fuck it. Like, it is yeah, what it is, whatever. right? Whatever. It's fine. We aren't hunting that hard. <laughs> Then the reports of gutted rabbits hanging from Fairfax Station Bridge, or it is Ew, now. That's rude. <laughs> well, the as I was saying, it is now now officially known as the Bunny Man Bridge. I don't know if I can roll my eyes hard enough. <laughs> Did you see um, your fucking brain? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> that just wow. What is the real name? The Bunny Man. The Bunny Man Bridge. Yeah. It should be like half Bunny Man Bridge. Why? Because it was only half a bunny. It wasn't the whole bunny. It was like gutted bunnies. Yeah. He wasn't even eating them. He was just gutting them. I don't know. That's fucked up. That Bro, doesn't make sense. I don't think he was like, like they were, 
gutted and eaten. So, like, I mean, I, I feel like, yeah, like, I don't feel like there's a whole lot of meat on a rabbit like there is a deer or something. I mean, well, yeah, definitely. I Ew. don't know. I don't okay. know if you've ever seen a deer after it's been carved and gutted, but, like, I there's, there, there, yeah, like, there's still yeah. a whole carcass left. Yeah. So it'd be the same for yeah. the rabbit. I guess technically that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm so glad that Ugh. we were on. I'm so glad we were on Ugh. the same track. <laughs> Poor you done? Okay. okay. Yeah. For now. Okay. So the bridge in question. Yeah. Is a one lane gravel road, right? Because this is in like shit sticks nowhere. That drives underneath a railroad track. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So like the bridge, the top of the bridge is a railroad track. One One lane goes underneath it and it's just this tiny cement tunnel yeah. it's super short like probably the length of a car it's not very wide um, not a big bridge yeah and it's bridge yeah and it's just in the middle of fucking nowhere like it's just like like as the middle of nowhere that you can get in virginia which is about 15 minutes that's that's as far as um middle of nowhere you're getting in northern virginia okay okay one halloween night Oh, no, it's Halloween. <laughs> oh, it's a fucking, like, legend. Of course it's going to revolve around Halloween. Oh, or- no, Halloween. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> In ni- 1905. Oh, a- no, 1905 on Halloween. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Take a drink of your coffee. Shut the hell up. Is that wine? This is wine. <laughs> Jesus fucking, that's a tankard. This wine. Oh, my God. Oh, it was full a couple hours ago. Anyways, a gaggle of teenagers... We're hanging out underneath the bridge. Okay. As they do, because they're cool and it's Halloween. That's so funny, because I put doing whatever the fuck teenagers do underneath the bridge, (laughs) so thank you for saying that. (laughs) Um, I've never spent time hanging out underneath the bridge, so I don't know what one does when they go, like, get a hobby. Like, what do you, go play some Uh, video games? beer, uh, throw beer cans at each other, uh, have sex. I don't know. What do teenagers do under bridges? under a bridge? I don't know. This is got, like, rave under, like, do something productive. I mean, oh, yeah, rave Rave under a bridge, possibly. Yeah, that's cooler. Like, get some lights and shit. It's much better. Glow sticks. Glow paint. Anyways. I mean, 1905. It would have died because it would have been radioactive. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Oops. Oops. Um... But as the clock struck midnight, oh, the, no. the youngins were blinded with a bright white light, and then they were attacked. By they were the bunny man? B- they were found the next morning, strung up from Bunny Man's bridge, just like the rabbits. Bunny Man got him. <laughs> you think so? I know. The, the bread bunny man got him. Well, it doesn't stop there. Oh, no. Okay. Next, next Halloween. Okay. Seven teenagers hang out at the bridge. Oh, no. Because they're just like, fuck that bunny man, right? Because you know how teenagers are. They're like, it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's Halloween. It happened on Halloween. Ooh, better be brave. Just like teenagers do. Exactly. Except for this one. She was like, nah, I'm good. And then she kind of like walks off a little bit. Okay. Because she was like, if if the bunny man does come, she wants to be far enough away from the bridge that she can run off. So she was. Okay, fair. Yeah. So she was standing a little bit off. And she said as the, as the clock struck 12, that same flash of light came and all of her friends were strung up, killed and strung up from the bridge. Just like instantaneous? Yeah, like apparently in a couple of seconds. Ew. Yeah. The spirit of the bunny man. Yep. So yeah. she, she ran home, told her family what happened, but because she was in such hysteria about it, they thought she did it. Charged her with the murders. Sounds right. Yeah. And sent her to an asylum. That's what they do. Yep gross but then 
1913, it happened again. So they're like, <gasps> it's it's not her. Oops. Right. So they 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 went to let her go, but apparently she was like still in hysteria about it. And uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Didn't. I mean, uh, that'd be pretty fucked up. That'd be pretty fucked up. So, anyways, um, yeah. So it happened in 1913, 1943, 1976, and lastly again in 1987. I'm upset. And according to the lore, these records can be found in the old library of Clifton. I think the thing that upsets me about that the most is that if it was a serial killer, if it was a dude, it couldn't have been. Because it happened from 1905 to 1980. Yeah. Like, like that is impossible. No. <laughs> there, right. There is no, like, 90-year-old that can do that to people. Right. So do you want me to, like, do you want me to, like pop the bubble of this lore? Yeah. Gimme. Okay. Give <laughs> so the uh, villain origin story, if you will, is uh, apparently this um, shit. This guy who was like a librarian fact yeah. checker guy uh, kept yeah. getting asked if the bunny man was real, and so he got right. sick and tired. I forget what his official title is. I'm like, I'm sure somebody's screaming at it, screaming into the space of air, like it's they're called da da da. I don't know what it's called. So, anyways, there's an official person who's like a history keeper. Who can like check records and a shit? Local historian, probably, probably. Okay, but it was like his official title. Like he was at a library, and that's what he did. I don't know. I don't know. Lore keeper? I don't know. <laughs> the, the keeper of lores, if you will. Yeah. So we'll call him that. So a bunch of people were asking him, like, "Hey, were these murders real? Hey, were these things real?" So finally, he got sick of it, and he did research, and this is what we found out. Okay. In the seventies, a yeah. couple were parked underneath the bridge. Oh no. Doing, they, doing what couples do. Whatever. Under bridges. Yeah. Having sex. Gross. I knew it would come back. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I live to make you look like that. <laughs> That's my whole purpose. You live to make me uncomfortable? <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. I need to fix this god-awful lighting. Okay. Where the fuck am I? Because now I'm uncomfortable. I don't know where. Oh. Uh, teenagers having sex under the bridge. Uh, they were at least engaged. I mean, you know, you don't engage sweethearts having sex under a bridge. There you go. It doesn't matter if you're engaged or not. I don't know why I said that. That's probably the the, that toxic culture coming out of me. Anyways, when a wild man shouting that they were (gasps) trespassing appeared in front of their car. Hey, you trespassing. And he whipped a hatchet into their front windshield. That dressing. That did happen. Okay. All right. So now we know where the the hook handed man came from. (laughs) That's so, the story. So the couple Ooh. made it out okay. Like, they were obviously freaked the fuck out because when you have a oh, hatchet yeah. thrown at you through a windshield and it explodes because it's not, you know, you know, yeah, 2000. Like safety glass. Right, no. It, it, <laughs> that son bitch exploded. So <laughs> they they went to the police about it, filed a report. So that's on the record and that's how they know that this actually happened. Woo. When they did the report and they went to the police about it, they said that they recalled that the man was wearing something white. Yeah. Like all white, but there was something oh. on his head. That's all they oh. said. That's oh. all they said. Was something was on his head. So, Bunny ears. What'd you say? Bunny ears. So when the media got a hold of it, they twisted something on his head into bunny ears. Oh and, my god. And they they basically said that he was wearing a bunny suit. I'd make a great journalist. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> So again, here we go. So incident number two, a, uh, a supposed security guard, his job yeah. was security guard. He that he was not security guarding where he was pulling up to. It was his house. So he, he his occupation oh. was security oh. guard. 
he was pulling up to his house. So he gets to his house, which was unoccupied and apparently being like being built. Um, the guy in the bunny suit, quote unquote bunny suit, was standing on his front porch. Oh no! And when the uh, security guy was like, "Yo, man, like, how's it hanging?" That bunny man guy just started ranting again about trespassings and then started to whack at his front porch poles with the hatchet oh, no. that he had. It's like it's like a it's like a white nightmare. You wouldn't get that reference unless you really like a Christmas story. It's a pink nightmare, the bunny suit. Oh yeah. It's like a white nightmare cuz he's a white bunny. Thank you for making that connection. If anybody You're got welcome. If anybody got that reference without context, I would be so fucking impressed. I won't know what to do because that is typically a joke I make and no one understands. It's fine. Proceed. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you live alone in your bubble world of jokes. I no live one... day by day with a lot of nightmares. Little bunny nightmares. Oh my jokes. God. Nobody gets. So anyways, so I guess he chased the bunny man off. It was it was kind of like convoluted after what happened after that. But these are real, real, real two instances that happen. Wow. There's police. There's police records about them. That's uh, crazy. The 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 asylum in Clifton did not exist. <gasps> however, however, Lies. there was something I, I I found it in my notes or I found it in my research and then I lost it. So like a wiener that I am. Oops. There was something called something something farm. Okay. However, the farm was for troubled women. Oh, that sounds so, right. So that might have been the reference. So like, because that farm was existing at nineteen during nineteen oh four. So that could have been weird. Could have been maybe? possibly. Maybe. 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 All right. And then the Lorton Prison wasn't built until after nineteen ten, depending on who you ask. But it's like nineteen ten was the earliest date that I found, and it wasn't named that. Um, it wasn't named the Lorton Prison. It was on the land of District Columbia. D- district land district of columbia so it was like the district of columbia correctional penitentiary whatever so or who's a what's it why is the district of columbia called the district of columbia i don't know bruh that i have no idea oh my god we're gonna i'm gonna look this up while you start yours next so okay also the old clifton library does not exist and um these these records of quote-unquote deaths also do not exist huh so that so that was basically like this whole lore that was like started because of this hatchet throwing man person and it has become the most the most I need you to pay attention eyes the eyes, most eyes I, you have my eyes tell me the bunny man has become such a common local legend in the northern Virginia area that as we as we mentioned earlier the bridge has been renamed there is a brewing company called bunny man brewery <laughs> when are we going it actually i looked it up it has 4.9 star reviews on Sold. google i was like breweries are my Damn. favorite places to go i know let's fucking do it because you're such a basic i'm a little like, hipster bitch yeah okay. oh, yeah they go basic hipster, little hipster bitch. bitch i'm perfectly happy with that there's a bunny man horror movie franchise hell yeah and t-shirts hell yeah i'm sold are you sold i'm so happy and this ties into us watching Donnie Darko because the Bunny Man. I'm so excited. How come Donnie Darko comes up in every single fucking episode that we talk about? Because we're going to talk about it until you watch it with me. <sighs> I'm just going to mention it every time so our listeners never forget either. It's fine. No? Yeah. So 
<laughs> the District of Columbia was is called that to honor Christopher Columbus. Oh, Jesus. Hmm? Fuck. Today I learned. All right, cool. Fancy. Okay. <laughs> do do you want to hear my Petition local story? It. Yeah, Zoe, Knowlton, tell me yeah, your I will. Lo- local story. How many stories so, are we doing in total? Six? Uh, six. Okay, six so we got we to we we break after, or we got to do mid-roll. After your next one. After my next one. Okay, great. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Continue. Okay. We're doing great. So today, today, I'm going to tell you the story of Booger Swamp, because I know I've mentioned it before, but I've yes? never, like, explained Booger Swamp. Where? Uh, it's about five minutes from me, if that. Really close. Like, really uncomfortably close. So, this place is now, like, developed, and there's... I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you just were talking nonchalantly, and then you just picked up a cat and just moved uh, yeah. it out of the way, and it's just yeah, every... my way. Every time that cat comes on the screen just freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know why. He's a little white gremlin, that's probably it. That's what it is. Oh. Okay, so before this place was developed, it was a literal swamp, hence the name, weird. Uh, It's a big swamp that was bisected by this path, which has now become Highway 111. So, like, it was big enough that it was on either side of 111. Where? I've, I, like, I have driven 111 from Livingston to Sparta, where? So, you know, like, right next to where you get on Highway 111, like, closest to my house, right? Correct. So, that, like, a big swampy area where there's, like, the fucking lake where you drive down. And it floods all the fucking time? Yes. And there's people fishing? That is Booger Swamp. That is, like, what is left of Booger Swamp. And it extends pretty much to behind where I live. Like, before they developed all this back behind where my apartment is, it used to be a swamp. And that was part of Booger Swamp. I remember that. Yeah. Wait, and it so extended on the other side of 111, too. It went that far? Yes. It Very goes big. up. Let me think. Yeah. Let me think. It goes up a little bit, but that's because of uh, development and just, like, fucking with the land. It didn't used to be like that. That's crazy. Yes. Damn. Oh, wait. Does that mm-hmm. tie into uh, the, you know, you know, the farming land? Mm-hmm. That's in between... Um, um the the gas station corner market there right yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and then you go towards um yes. you go down drive valley like you're getting on 40 yes is that part of yes, Booger Swamp? yes absolutely because yeah. the floods like fucking crazy and you just see the cows out in there because it's a swamp awesome i'm so, okay yeah. i'm so glad to know that that whole land actually is supposed to be connected via swamp great continue yes. yeah absolutely and it actually um like more i'll get to that in a second so um the history or like the the story of Booger Swamp, right? So 111 is a highway now, but at this point in time, what we're talking about is like the 1850s. It was just a dirt road. So this road, one night there was a minister who was riding his horse down the road in like through the darkness and like the mist. He sees what he described as, quote, a pure white body floating about a yard above the ground. So this apparition like, came up to him and, like, tr- like reached for him and, like, tried to speak to him. And his horse spooked and ran. So he didn't get to try and talk to the spirit, to the ghosty. So that's fun. Uh, and, of course, because ghosts weren't part of, like, the local church's beliefs, the congregation tried to get him to recant his story because he was loud and proud, like, what the fuck happened? What is this? He stood by the story and was eventually expelled from ministry for courting with evil spirits, because, of course, it's the 1850s. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. So ever since then, the area has been known as Booger Swamp, which Booger is just, like, 
uh, something real deep Southerners call, like, the equivalent of something that's, like, scary or mischievous, like, not the right kind of normal thing. Yes. I feel like people lived in Booger Swamp. Because now that I'm thinking, like, where 111 is in retrospect to your house and where the swamp is left, like, that's a massive area. Because, yes. like... 111 is not close to your house, really. It's nope. It's still, like, a five-minute drive, and it goes, like, down the hill, and, the, like, those houses were developed, like, way down in there, and that mm-hmm. they had to make that huge basin so, like, the waters couldn't come up and flood the basements of the house, because that was a fucking stupid idea to put those houses there. Correct. Yeah. But, but, do you not know, because this, this falls under Booger Swamp. Yeah. You know the woods that are right next to your apartment? Like, yep. like, like... Like, you turn in, and literally the woods to the left. Yep. And then the woods across the street from that. Yep. Have very, very old, dilapidated buildings in there. They sure do, and they also flood like fucking crazy because they are still swampland. You know, my brother and I actually used to go, went in one of those houses. I am not surprised. You, like, triggered a memory because we lived in the neighborhood that you live in at once upon a time. Yeah. And we went and fucked off into the woods. And they were like, yeah. this is a cool house and went into it. And then we were like, no. This is not cool. I lied. Well, we were yeah. stickler kids. But what uh, the? Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. so sorry. I totally derailed this whole thing because you're no, blowing no, no, my you're mind. Great. You're great. Yeah. No. Technically, like where I live is part of Booger Swamp. Right. Like technically. Yeah. Yeah, technically. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Um, so at, th- at this point in time, like right after that poor little minister got uh, kicked from his ministry. Local people started to avoid the swamp, especially at night or, like, early in the morning. Of course, couples who wanted a private spot to do the sex and hunters were (laughs) were still going. In a a fucking swamp. I mean, it's private, right? Y'all fucking disgust me. As a collective whole, y'all are fucking nasty. Jesus, uh, just do, do it in a dumpster. Like, while you're fucking at it. Ew! I mean, right? Basically. Ugh. So often, these uh, teenagers and the hunters as well would hear strange sounds, uh, either weeping, whispering, or even see, like, a glowing white light start to approach them that sometimes looked like a lady, sometimes was just light. Hunting dogs would sometimes, like, go into the woods and then would turn right the fuck around and run out crying. Whoa. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun and spooky and gross. And the legend has actually changed and grown over time. Uh, the woman in white is still a well-known and seen apparition, but others have claimed to see a large, hulking, hairy creature wandering through the swamp, possibly a Bigfoot? I don't know. Bro. Yeah. And now here's some some personal flair. Because huh? I thought that was that was accurate and, you know, for fun. So I grew up, of course, around here. Right. And I had a friend that lived in the main part of the swamp. Um, Which is where? Because I'm, like, adjacent uh, that way, that direction. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll, expl- I'll explain to you exactly I, where it's at. I can, I, like, take you to the house. Okay, because, so, like, yeah. when you gestured, I knew yeah. where you are talking about. No, right. no one else is going to know what you're talking about. Correct. Okay. So... We would, like, their property was surrounded by a tree line, and behind, like, there were no neighbors behind them. Uh, there was just houses on either side, and there was, like, this, this like, single row of trees on the back of their property that, like, backed up to the swamp pro- proper and, like, more trees, basically. Okay. Ugh. So, 
We would be outside hanging out, playing around, jumping on the trampoline, like doing stupid kid shit, right? Right, right. And then out of nowhere, especially like when it got later in the evening where it was like almost dark, I get this like prickle on my neck and I would turn and like look because I felt like somebody was watching me and it wasn't like, oh, one of the parents is checking on us. It was like something is fucking out in the woods. So like I would turn and look and I I remember really vividly my friend that lived there, he looked and he goes what are you looking at and i was like i don't know i just i feel like somebody's like staring at us and he goes oh yeah that happens all the time shut just ignore up. it yeah he's like just ignore it i was like but and he goes we can go inside if you want to it gets kind of weird at dark how so, about no <laughs> thanks ryan you gave me nightmares <laughs> good job <sighs> so that that was a fun experience um so my second second personal story my dad actually worked for i heard this through my mom so it's like secondary but um my dad worked for like a local landscaping business and the gentleman that owned the business owned a portion of the land in booger swamp so my dad was out with like a bush hog and like a little bobcat clearing out brush and like cutting trees and stuff and he gets to the site really early one morning like seven o'clock right when like the sun's about to rise like you know it's that weird in between dawn time and he's like getting everything set up he drives his little truck out there and he feels like something's watching him and he like whips around when it gets like unbearable you know how that feeling like when there's somebody looking at the back of your neck and you can just tell and it starts to like build up and get worse yeah so it got real bad my dad whips around and he's like what the fuck and he sees this white, like, pale woman Shut. staring at him through the trees. Shh. No. So he immediately is like, he leaves the bobcat running, gets in his truck and drives off. And he refused to go back there without anybody else ever, like, the rest of the time. He was like, nope, I'm not doing it. Sorry. So that's cool. Um, my mom told me that story because it, sh- it shook him pretty bad. And then a friend of mine... A uh, different friend than the first friend. Uh, his He grew up in that neighborhood that's like, backs up to the swamp, right? And he and his family, call, like, when they moved in there, he was, I don't know, he'd probably, like, nine, nine years old-ish. Uh, and they lived there for about five years. So, f- almost from the day they moved in, they would have door slam or, like, cabinet doors rattle or, like, open. Uh, they would hear, like, scratching in the walls, uh, and yep and then while they lived there it's like his whole personality changed um like he was a lot more angry and a lot uh just more irritable like quick to anger um and he and his family like fought a lot like his parents got divorced while they lived there and i mean it could have just been parents were having a hard time and they got divorced um after they moved out of that house everybody was normal again like everything was fine so that's cool that's weird yeah, so that is a uh, booger swamp, and that's not to mention like the weird shit that I've had happen at this apartment. So, you know, it is what it is. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep, that's that's good old Cookville for you. I didn't know there would be something that close to home. Yeah, like that. Yep, yep. Actually, while I was writing this, there were a lot of things that I had forgotten about booger swamp because when I was a little kid, um, and we were like we would visit, um my friend that lived like right up next to the back of the like the first house that i was telling you about um 
when we would visit them, I remember very vividly my mom driving down the road, taking a curve, and, like, she kind of slowed down and she pointed and she says, you see that gate right there? Because there's, like, this big cattle gate that stops you from uh, going into the swamp proper. Uh, She's like, you see that gate right there? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, that is where your daddy almost had a heart attack because he got so scared. That's not a funny joke because your dad died of a heart attack. Of yep. a heart attack. Yep. But uh yeah, that was uh that was fun. <laughs> Makes me so, so uncomfortable. <laughs> as as someone who has made jokes to deal with trauma, eh. That one's not even that bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. With the amount of time she's like, Michael, you son of a bitch. Like, nah, it is what it is. Your mom. Okay. <laughs> I think you have to be a little crazy to deal with that, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Tell me a story. Okay, I'm going to tell you another story. <laughs> I'm going to have to call my dad and tell him about that. He'll be like... Oh, please, yeah. He'll be like, I'll go in them woods. You know, he doesn't yeah, talk he like definitely he'll, will. And then he'll, he'll be like, I'll go in them woods. And someone will follow him back to his new house. Um, He's in a new house. We're not mm-hmm. going to jinx it because I'm coming home <laughs> for Christmas. Okay, and I have to stay there. Don't fucking do this to me. I'm, uh, don't tell him about it until you leave. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. That's the only time he'll want to go ghost hunting. Anyway. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> My second story is the Richmond Vampire. I'm sorry, what? The the Richmond Vampire. Uh, what? The, the town of Richmond. Okay. Has a vampire. Uh, okay. That doesn't sound right. Or, or the Vampire of Hollywood Cemetery. Uh, ha- Hollywood? Hollywood Cemetery. Virginia. Virginia. Interesting. Okay, proceed. Okay. This legend begins. These are like, these first two are legends. The second one's actually a spooky place. But (laughs) these two are the most popular lures of Virginia. So that's why I wanted to cover them. Anyway. That's acceptable. Okay. The legend begins October 2nd, 1925. When the Church Hill train tunnel that goes under Richmond... That's typically what tunnels do. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> it goes underneath the whole city. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty big tunnel. Don't get me wrong, but that, that is a tunnel. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's the impressive part, not the fact that a fucking tunnel is underground, you <laughs> dick. <sighs> you got to be careful <sighs> with me. I'm so sorry. Uh, Fragile, handle with care. Yeah. Oh, can I tell you funny? You Absolutely. Just, you just triggered a funny in my brain. Always. You know, you know how your husband sent me that drawing? Yes. In the box? Yes. And he wrote fragile on it? Yeah. Did they fucking... There was it? just a fucking giant hole punched into it. <gasps> Not in the drawing, right? No, the drawing came oh, out fine. But like, like, I just saw where... Like, literally where... Wow. Where, where it says fragile. Wow. Wow. It, like, what assholes. Yeah. I mean, that's a big old box for that picture too holy shit so that was funny yeah that was funny to get oh absolutely anyway um that tunnel right yeah uh fun fact it extends four thousand feet that's a lot of feet yeah <laughs> wow i can't what stand a, you what um, a distance it's also under the church hill district of virgin or richmond excuse me okay so it collapsed no like the whole thing uh part of it the west entrance collapsed Ah. Uh, took the lives of four men. Jesus. Trapping a whole ass steam locomotive and ten flat cars. That's a whole ass train. <laughs> Jesus. The train was hauling dirt out of the tunnel, i.e. the flat cars, 
when the bricks on the ceiling started to fall. And apparently one fell just right and cut the electricity into the tunnel, right? So it went dark. And that of course is people- not even luck. That's just like some someone put a blood curse on you. That's yep. what happened. Yep, that was Jesus. 100%. And uh, the workers started to panic when the lights went out. So they were just like, yep. fuck this and ran out. Because obviously like shit's also the bricks are falling off the ceiling. Yeah. The west entrance collapsed on top of the locomotive. Oh! Only one man made it out alive via Ooh. east entrance, apparently. Somewhere. Somewhere he made it out. The story's gotten a little convoluted over the years. Mm. Uh, but he did He did go to the hospital, and he um, fell to his injuries. He did not Damn. make it. Yeah, he didn't make it. It was it was pretty rough. We'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. When a rescue attempt was implemented to, you know, try and get the other people's out, only one body was recovered, but as they were trying to tunnel in more, the tunnel kept collapsing more. Ooh. So they were like, yeah, we got to nix this. So two of the four bodies were recovered, or one one guy walked out. So like two of the four men were properly buried, and the other two are still down there to this day. Damn. So, so the rumor has it, the legend goes, that when mm-hmm. this cave collapsed, supposedly it unleashed an ancient evil. Okay. The, the men were standing around the entrance after the collapse, and they saw a bloody humanoid or creature in the rubble standing over one of the dead men, dead men apparently, with skin hanging and had noticeable fangs. And just, I already said covered in blood. Bloody. When to go. Covered in blood. What? When to go. What's Have we wind? not ever talked no. about? Oh, shit. Okay, we're doing cryptids next time. All right, proceed. I thought we were, I thought we were doing possessions. Okay, possessions, then cryptids. The cryptids. You need to know about Wendigo. I don't know what a Wendigo is. Oh, man. All right. I'm so, I love this shit, but I'm so out of the fucking loop, as such is my <laughs> life. Anyways, so it took off towards the James, James River, apparently. Okay. And a, I put this in my, oh, no, hang on, I gotta fix that. A mob of men started mobbing after the thing. What do we do when we're bored? <sighs> we mob. <gasps> <gasps> I'm so sick of you. Anyways, the vampire was chased until it disappeared into the mausoleum of one W.W. Pool in the Hollywood Cemetery. Oh, no. Which is roughly two miles of a run. Damn. So that that vampire was hauling ass. He have like a six minute mile. He might get there in 12. He ready to fucking go. Ugh, God, I couldn't even imagine running one mile. Please. Oh, absolutely not. Thank Please. you. No. So it's suspe- suspected, so we're going to, the, the, the lore, the legend, the lore kind of gets a little weird. Mm. It's suspected that W.W. Poole was thought to be a vampire. <gasps> he he was the vampire. <gasps> and he was supposedly chased out of England and, and ran away to Virginia. What, did he get, like, fucking shipped in a box? I don't... F- <laughs> Get it because it's it's right outside. (laughs) Vampires can't be in the sun. (laughs) Anyways, it's also believed that he was a vampire because the W's in WW Pool engraved on this is a stretch engraved on the mausoleum Mm -hmm. looked like fangs. (gasps) Oh no, his W's look like fangs. Oh no! Why did you say that in like a Count Dracula accent? The fuck? <laughs> because we're talking about vampires. Anyways, uh, it makes sense. It's relevant. So, additionally, the tomb has a Masonic and ancient Egyptian elements, which okay, it's kind of odd for the fact that he died in like 
That's a great question of when he died. Uh, 1920s-ish. Okay. W.W. Pool. Yeah. But his wife died in 1913, which is what's the um, hmm. date that's engraved on the mausoleum. But like he died shortly thereafter. So I think 1920s is when he died. Hmm. So it was a little weird to have that mausoleum, that design. So they're just like, why that? Why that? You know? Agreed. Why so, that? Why? Why? Who missed am I to question the mausoleum, though? Who missed? Who missed? What a, what a word. <laughs> it's so strongly believed that W.W. Poole is a vampire that Satanists and cult worships, worshippers to this day perform rituals at his tomb. Well, that's always encouraging. You want to know what's also encouraging? Uh, yes. Local college students will raid his tomb and steal... His body parts, like bones, I guess is the only thing that's left. That's not great. People fucking suck. At any rate. That's, I don't like that. Yeah. So the story became popularized, if I can spell, in the 1980s by the Virginia Commonwealth University that's in Richmond. Ooh. Yeah. All right. You wanna, want me to pop this lore's bubble too? God, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really fucking sad. So, oh, no. In actuality- I take it back. <laughs> I don't want to be sad. Good. Well, we're going to be sad today. I'm so sorry. In um, actuality, W.W. Poole was not a vampire, nor was he from England. He was an American bookkeeper, and he was born in Mississippi. How dare you, Mississippi bookkeeper? <sighs> he died of the ripe old... He died at the ripe old age of 80 of pneumonia. Okay. Wow, that is impressive for that time frame. Yeah. So, he was just a normal guy. Like, they've got records of him doing his thing in the libraries of Virginia. Like, uh, he was a person, not a vampire. Just and, a person doing person shit. Right. But his tomb was getting raided so badly, they actually moved him. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't Ugh. that wild? Isn't that crazy? That's upsetting. So the vampire part of it, this yeah. is the part that's sad. Oh, no. Wasn't actually a vampire. It was the, and I put this in quotes, the short-term survivor of the tunnel collapse. Remember <gasps> no. how I remember how I said one guy came out? No. Oh no. He Oh no. He's he, covered in blood. Oh no. He was shoveling coal into the locomotive at the exact time that the tunnel collapsed onto the train, which meant the train and like which locomotive is steam powered, by the way. Yeah. Fire. So it exploded the boiler. As he was shoveling coal into the train, he also had no shirt on. Which it was I, hot shoveling coal. Right. I made a I made a joke about. Um, I also I too also don't wear a shirt when I'm cooking bacon, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. <gasps> I was. <laughs> oh, that poor man. Oh no. I see. I try to make a joke to lighten the mood, and it never works out. So at any rate, you make weird jokes. You got to make them darker. Oh, so it's way darker. So I don't go hard enough? Is that what you're saying? That's basically what it is, yeah. It's not real trauma unless it makes everyone uncomfortable. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so when when the spoiler exploded because of, you know, the, the fucking dirt. Yeah. Tunnel, yeah. tunnel collapsing onto it. It caused such serious burns that it was making his skin hang from his body, and also his teeth were so incredibly jacked up and broken because of it. So when they yep. saw this bloody, skin-hanging, snaggletooth creature, it was actually this poor fellow walking out in total shock of what had happened. And yep. they took him to the hospital to where he died. 
That sucks. Yeah. That's that. That. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that turn. Yep. Oh, God. So that's the um, the uh, Richmond vampire. That poor man. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Ooh. That really sucks. Well, here we are. Sucks, sucks big butts. Bless him's bones. Yeah. Mid-roll. So this is the part of the podcast where we give shout out to our newest Patreon members. However, we do not have any new Patreon members this week, and that is A-OK. So if you want to support us, please be sure to head on over to patreon.com slash her. And if you want to give us support in any other means other than monetary, if you're on iTunes listening to us, please be sure to drop a rate and review. And if you're on Spotify, please. I thought I dropped the quarter out of my hand. It's going <laughs> shit out of me. Um... If you're on Spotify, please be sure to smash that follow button. And anywhere else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm happy. I'm glad. Okay, it's your turn. Okay, great. Uh, so this this is a place that's very near and dear to my heart, but also should be near and dear to yours as well. Um, this is Crazy George's Bridge. Oh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> that place is not near and dear to my heart. That place can fuck off also i have a personal story to tell about this place as well so when we get to the end let me know and i'll tell you a story perfect okay so now here in cookville we have this thing that for some fucking reason we name every male ghost george (laughs) i don't know why uh but it's just the thing that we do um i i worked for a subway here in cookville and i actually managed one for a hot minute uh four or five years was is a disgusting amount of time yeah we had a spirit in one of the stores, and he would just, like, throw shit around, and we called him George. So, literally, any spirit, we just call George. It is what it is. So, Crazy George's Bridge is a place that's located a little bit outside of Cookville toward Monterey. It's this bridge that is, like, over top of railroad tracks where George, who was a heck of a drinker, was wandering the tracks, and he actually got hit by a train and was beheaded. Yes. That's not the story I heard. Another version of the story is that George <laughs> was a night watchman. <laughs> just gonna give me a second, dude. No. <laughs> he was a Jesus. night watchman who would Jesus come down Christ. the tracks to let people know that the train was coming, and he would also move rocks off of the tracks. Is that the one you heard? Nope. Oh shit! What's the one that you heard? Um, the one that I heard was he was the guy who would help slow trains down that were getting too out of control. Yeah. Which, which meant he had to, like, throw, like, logs onto the tracks to slow the trains down. And he was throwing a log onto the track, tripped, beheaded. But at any rate, any, every, yeah, every single one of these stories, the dude's beheaded, and that's the most important oh, fact yeah. you need to know. Absolutely. So uh, that one that I was telling, the last one, um, that he was a night watchman was actually started by uh, some Tennessee Tech students, which is really funny to me. But here we are. Okay. Now, uh, so growing up, it was a fun thing to do to visit the bridge, turn your car off, and say Crazy George three times. Your car wouldn't start when you tried to start it back up, right? And you'd see either one, like, like you would see one of the old train signal lamps start, like, swinging, either, like, coming at you, on the tracks down, or, like, sometimes through the woods, like, toward the bridge. Either way, super spooky, super gross. Yes. I think we need to, we need to specify that the bridge is the mm. road on yes. top. Yes. And then perpendicular, the tracks run underneath. Yes. Right? Yes, that is okay. correct. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, 
Neither one of these stories is what actually happened to George. Do you want to know the real story of what happened to George? Oh, shit. Yeah? Yeah, there's there's a real documented, like, historical thing that happened. Yes. So, the real story happened on May 2nd, 1931. So, there was this night watchman. He, the night watchman was real, but his name was Jerry Holloway. And on the night of May 2nd, a man named Narman Stamps, not Norman, Nar, N-A-R-M-A-N, Narman Stamps, was at a revival service at Woodcliffe Baptist Church with his sweetheart, who he was actually going to be marrying that Friday. So he walked her home, and after that, Narman went to the Night Watchman shack to talk to Jerry about a couple of coon dog pups that were going to get birthed, and he was real excited about. So by the time Narman got to the Night Watchman, he had had... This is my favorite quote that I've ever found in the history of this podcast. He had too much liquid spirit and not enough of the Holy Spirit. Uh. <laughs> that is my favorite thing I've ever heard. I've, we're, we're, we're using that for the rest of our fucking lives. That's amazing. <laughs> Too much liquid spirit. Woo. Good times. And that's super funny because he literally just left a revival and he's like, all right, let's go. Well, something, Ooh. something Baptist church. Uh, yeah. Uh, Woodcliffe, Woodcliffe Baptist church, well, which is like, still around by the way. Um, well, no, I was yes. saying like, don't Baptists drink or something? Like, I know Catholics do, but like I don't, I don't know. Not as, the... not really. Not oh, as okay. much. I, I can't remember much. which divination, whatever drinks, and what the joke <laughs> is on that. I don't know. Do Methodists? Uh, Catholics. Catholics drink a lot. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Had... Yeah. <laughs> Catholics drink a lot. Uh... Side note: My father's Catholic. Continue. Baptist, it's okay, but you don't really talk about it. Oh, okay. Then like, never mind. you do it secretly, and then. What is it? Um, oh, what's my mom? Oh, shit. <gasps> church of Christ. Ah. Never do anything. Oh, yeah, no, because it's Church of Christ. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So here we are. Oh. So Jerry and Norman talk about the pups, and Jerry encourages Norman to stay because he's had too much to drink. And of course, Norman, being the little shit that he was, did not listen and starts to, like, walk home down the tracks. So the next morning, Jerry starts walking the tracks, and he finds Norman's hat. And then his watch. And then he ended up finding Narman all over the tracks. Ah, Yeah. So he called for help and they picked up what they could and took it to the church to get the funeral rolling. And unfortunately, Narman's sweetheart was at the church. And when she realized what they were carrying and what had happened, she screams and just passes out. Ah, So she couldn't have been too upset, though, because that Friday she married somebody else. So that's kind of fun. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, that's that wedding. In the- that's why. <laughs> oh, that wedding was happening that's- regardless of what groom was there. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of fun. Uh, and I just realized 1931, that was three years before my grandfather was born in Monterey. <laughs> that's kind of that's wild. That's um, crazy. Your dad, mm-hmm. your grandfather might have known these people. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Um, but. So all that to say, that's the original story. Uh, that being the case, there's definitely something in the woods up there. A hundred percent something in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, so ugh. what's your personal story? Tell me. Oh, is that it? The yeah, band? that's the end. That's it. Oh. It's real short, but that's the end. Okay. So. I, f- I figured there were probably some like teenager stories. Uh, I didn't find anything great. Okay. Fair enough. So here's my great story. Uh, once, upon a- once upon a time... Um, I was, um, um, seeing a not so good individual that was stressing me out really bad. 
I, yeah. I, okay. yeah. <laughs> Which one? There's so many. The one, the one that I was dating while I was there, while yeah. I was back in. I'll fight them. Okay, I know, I know. You want to yeah. set all of them on fire. Oh, at absolutely. Then any rate, um, I didn't want to be home and be stressed out because I wanted to stay awake and do what I wanted to do, stressed out. But my mm. father was asleep, so I would partake into the be- second best thing that I could do, um, because there also wasn't internet at my dad's house, so I couldn't do too much. Um, yeah, I drive. I drive when I'm upset. So Fair. what I would do a lot, what I did a lot, is I drove that back road a lot from my house to Monterey and then Monterey back because my house yeah. is right off that road and it's super close by and I would just woo through the night. So I drove that road a lot at night. I drove that road a lot during rainstorms. I drove that road a lot during the day, at night, but more, more so at night, right? And then sometimes I would drive that road and then take I-40 back and then, you know, whatever, take I-40 up, then drive the road back, whatever. So, yeah, However, whichever. However, whichever. However, one night... There was something off about that road. Yep. And I remember driving it. And normally, like, I wasn't thinking of anything, right? Like, I was just, like, cool, calm, collective. Like, I drive over Crazy George's Bridge going down on that road, and I don't think anything of it. I'm like, fuck that bridge, and I just keep driving. Like, no big deal. Like, I'm not afraid of it. Except that one time you tried to take me out there, and I almost started crying. Fuck you guys. That's that's the one I was going to tell, but I Shut wanted up. to finish. I, want you, I wanted you to finish first. So I'm driving one night through the – down the road, right? Mm-hmm. And I just start noticing I'm getting really anxious for no reason. Yep. For no fucking reason. And it was foggy that night. However, I've driven on this road way foggier than that night. So I was like, I'm yeah. not getting anxious about the fog. I can still see. But I was getting upset. I was getting real fucking upset. And I have, I'm like, I have no idea what is going on. And I'm starting to, like, like as I'm driving further and further and further down this road, I'm starting to panic. Not because I can't see, not because of the fog, not because it's dark out. I have no idea why I'm panicking. I am freaking out. And as soon as I get to Crazy George's Bridge, I am fighting the urge to just slam on my fucking brakes and, like, throw it in reverse and get the fuck out of there. And I'm like, why? I've driven over this bridge so many fucking times. It's totally fine. Like, I wasn't even thinking about the bridge at this time. Like, I didn't even know where I was at that point. The bridge was not on my mind when I was panicking. But as I, like, you go up and you come around and boom, it's right there. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't cross this bridge. Oh, my God. So I seized up. And I just, it, like, just kind of let the car go. Mm-hmm. And I crossed the bridge. And as soon as I fucking crossed the bridge, the anxiety went away. I wasn't even thinking about the bridge or anything at all until I came up on it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And then I passed yep. over it and then was fine. And I was like, that has never happened to me before. And that has never happened to me ever since. Oof. Fuck that bridge. Oof. Okay, so tell the tell the awful yeah. story where you guys dragged me up there. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <sighs> back in the early days when we just figured out how both how much both of us like Zach Bagel Bites, um, uh. we <laughs> we were watching an episode. I don't even remember which one it was. And um, there were four of us. It was you, me, Blake, and my husband Gary. And we were like, "Hey, it would be really fun." I think I'm the one that was like, "Let's go to Crazy George's Bridge" because and I then, wanted to see what would happen. And then everybody was like, "Fuck yes!" Except you. Blake was so fucking <laughs> sold that yeah, he's asshole. like, "Get in the fucking car, let's go." <laughs> Blake's like, "I'm driving." Like, "Fuck you, Blake!" Oh my god. <sighs> so yeah, so we get in the car and everything's fine. I think uh, Gary Gary was in the front seat with Blake, and you and I were in the back. And we drive up there, and I'm, like, the right-hand side, like, behind the passenger. 
Um, you were behind Blake and we were like, all right, let's go. This is going to be fine. And we get up there and like the farther we go, the more anxious you get to the point that you were like, I don't think I can do this. I, I can't almost, do this. Holy I shit. I crying. Can't. Yeah. And then like we get there, we go over the bridge and you're like, okay, that's not so bad. And then Blake turns it the fuck around and is like, all right, let's stop and turn the car off. And you were like, nope, 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 nope. Because I was going to strangle him. Because yeah. I was going to strangle him and he knew it. Yep, yep. So we didn't get to turn the car off and see if that worked, uh, even though it was midnight. But you know what? Sweet, sweet Blake heard me, felt me, Mm -hmm. knew I was panicking, and then he was like, no, we're not going to do this to her. Thank you, Blake. Okay, it's fine. We're not going to. Yeah. But like, damn it, Blake. But like, 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 fuck you, Blake. But like, also, thank you, Blake. (laughs) Just son of a bitch. It would have been so fun. (laughs) Shut the fuck It was not fun. (laughs) It was fun for me. No, I'm sure it was. Watching. Oh, so like I get to get tortured um, for your scientific purposes, but we Absolutely. can't. We, but we can't break your leg to see the Quaker lady. No, show. because we're we're talking emotional pain versus like physical pain. It's the same so, thing. It's the eh, same thing. Eh. <laughs> eh. I mean, I can handle a lot of pain, but like a broken femur. Ugh, that's that's probably a little much. The most painful thing. Yeah, that's Ever. a little much. Mm. I don't know about that. Great. I'm so glad yeah, that this beautiful. came up. I yep. don't know why I didn't think you would cover that, but anyway, I don't know. My my grandpa, also the same one that uh, saw the Quaker lady, um, told me originally about Crazy George's Bridge because he saw uh, through the woods one night, like he and his uh, his wife uh, parked on the bridge, like way back in the day, and just just hung out, and then uh, turned the car off and just sat, and then he saw like the lanterns start swinging, like through the middle of the woods. And he was like, I think it's time to go. And then went to turn the car and it wouldn't start. And she started screaming and crying. And he was like, okay, it's time to fucking go. And eventually it started and they left. But, you, you know. You triggered you triggered a story in my brain. <gasps> you have one I, too? Let's my, go. My eighth grade teacher read a book that had mm-hmm. Crazy George's Bridge in it. And Ooh. it had a story. So oh, it was uh, two guys, two chicks. Mm-hmm. And the two guys were swooning over this, these two chicks, right? As, as you do. Right, so so the plan was, or or maybe maybe it was a third guy. I can't remember how many dudes, but it was definitely two chicks. So so basically, the plan was that they were going to drive the girls over the bridge, mm-hmm. and one of the guys was actually going to be down on the tracks and pull his shirt up to yeah. hi- to his head, so it looked like he was headless. Right? Okay. So because like headless headless George, like he lost yeah. his head on the tracks, so like that was yeah. the apparition that people would see is a headless man looking for his head on the tracks. Makes sense. I'm okay. following. Yeah. So so they were going to drive the girls there mm. and be like, ho, ho, we're on Crazy George's Bridge. And then they were going to be like, look down there, what's that? And then the guy was going to have his you know, thing pulled up and the girls were going to scream and then the guys were going to be the heroes to save them from the, the spooky, spooky ghost and all as well. Right. So they do yeah. it. The guy's hanging out in the bushes at the bottom waiting right. for his cue. The guys show up with the girls. Um, he pops out with his head hood up. He hears the girl screams. The car takes off. Um, everything goes according to plan. So the kid at the bottom also gets back up, gets in his mm-hmm. car, leaves. All right, cool. Next day, they get back together, and the guy who was down in the in the railroad tracks went up to the dude who was driving and was like, hey, man, like, how did that work out? And he goes, you know, it worked out well, but why were there two of you down there? Gross. No, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. Uh. So that's Gross. that's that's the story that I remembered. Well, why were there two of you? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. George's bridge. Okay. Cool. Great. Thanks. I have a bridge. Okay. Tell me about your bridge. Okay. 
Mine's the Crawford Road Bridge. Okay. Okay. Crawford Road Bridge. In in, in Yorktown, Virginia, right? Okay. Northern so, Virginia, Southern Virginia, Middle I Virginia? I, I don't know where the fuck Yorktown is. Oh my god. The Battle you, of Yorktown. I just I just moved here and you expect me to know Virginia's massive. Well, Tennessee's pretty big and I know all that. Yorktown. Oh no, Yorktown is like like in like the weird Closer to me? No, like like Virginia Beach in like those little oh. tendrils of like land that sticks out into the ocean. Gross. Okay. Not not really the ocean, it's like a bay, but at any rate. Um, into the bay. Okay, cool. Did I did I look wait. Crawford. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Road. Oh, duh. I'm stupid. I should have known. I yeah, should have okay. yeah, known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that's where it's at. Cool. cool. Anyone else can Google along with us. So this is a stretch of road. There's a one, yeah. one lane, one lane, one way that is beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful scenic road. Um, very niche in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Trees, beautiful, you know, the whole nine, right? Yeah, absolutely. Except there's, except there's a bridge. Of course, with graffiti all over it. Always, as they are. And there is way too much shit. Way too much shit that has happened there. Okay? Okay. First first very known popular story is that a woman was set up with an arranged marriage. Dude. And she did not... Do you see the cat? I do, handsome baby. He's, he's, he's making noises. He's, he's getting I love sick him. Of me. He's getting sick of me being on the mic. Okay. So she was set up to be an arranged marriage, and uh, she didn't want to do it. You don't want to do Understandable. it. Understandable. So in order to escape the marriage, she hung herself from the bridge. Whoa, not the same thing I'd do. Wow. What the fuck were you going to do? Leave. Oh, just run? Reinvent yourself. Start a new life somewhere. Not there. Oh. Damn. Well, I guess I guess she did. <laughs> wow. <gasps> Two different solutions to the same problem. Okay. Um, so, so that happened. So I found a story where a woman was driving down this road one day. And she saw a woman in white standing at the top of the bridge. Um, you don't normally see that. So as she went under the bridge and was going past, she was like, that's fucking weird. Turns around. And when she does, she sees this woman leap from the bridge to only stop about halfway down and start swinging. Whoops. Like she was being hung. Whoops. Oops. So in the... 1800s and early 1900s this was a spot for public lynchings oof that's uncomfortable so it's very common to see apparitions in the road yeah apparitions in the tree other apparitions hanging from the bridge and usually usually paired along with these apparitions you can also hear angry male voices okay yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that makes sense, since okay. that's typically a male sport. Was typically a male sport. Oof. Yeah. So, moving right along. There's also an abandoned building on the same road, just off the road. Okay. And I guess the door of this building is gone or open. Okay. And when you are near it, you can see red eyes peering out of the doorway watching Ooh, you. Ooh, spooky. I don't and like that. And Keep when you your- walk eyeballs to yourself <laughs> <laughs> keep Sorry. your eyeballs to yourself what the fuck i don't want to see them keep them over there oh my god okay we're gonna use that one keep your eyeballs to yourself <laughs> sir um so red eyes peer out watching you and apparently they follow you as you move however yeah. apparently some person was like fuck those eyes fuck those eyeballs i'm gonna get them 
and started to walk closer, and then they vanished. Ew. So when you go into the building, there is a sensation that someone is watching you, right? Yeah, makes sense. Or someone is stepping on your feet. That's just the rudest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, I that's the weirdest one I've ever heard. Like, I know that, I was like, that's probably the weirdest thing. That's the weirdest one. Have your that feet makes stepped me on? angry. Don't <sighs> touch my feet. Like, I'd start swinging on a fucking ghost if somebody stepped on my feet. Like, no. Nope. Rude, rude son of a bitch. So. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Also, people have the feeling of, like, hands on their back. Like, someone's placing Ew. a hand on their back. Somebody's stepping on your feet and putting their hand on your spine? I don't yeah. like it. And there's also whispers in the building. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Comparatively. Right. So, I found on one website that there's also video, which I couldn't find, so who knows the validity of this. Apparitions have been caught walking back and forth on the walls. Ew. 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 Like, why? What? How? (laughs) They're dead. That's how, first off. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, ugh. (sighs) The walls? No. (laughs) Nope. Yeah. On the walls. That was, like, specific on the walls. So. I don't like it. Those who take their car to the bridge. (gasps) If you park under the bridge, the car battery may die. People who drive through the area usually see people standing in the middle of the road who aren't actually there. Ew. Okay. Your car your car lights can turn off or even just your whole car will just turn the fuck off. Awesome. And I got two stories that are equally pretty fucking horrifying. Okay. Gimme. A story goes that a gaggle of teenagers were driving down the road on on this road. Okay. What were you gaggle. mouthing? A gaggle, gaggle of, of teenagers. A, yeah, a gaggle of teens. Yeah. Um, a, mo- a mob of men. A gaggle of teens. No, I feel like it should be something that starts with a T. I don't know what, though. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll, come, we'll circle back to this. So, as they get to the bridge, they have a CD playing. It's a brand new CD that they bought. And they, they, they put it in the CD player. And as soon as they hit the bridge, a scream Meh. starts to blast through their speakers and they said it lasts for over 10 seconds as they're driving. Ew. As it cuts off, it goes back to playing normally. They say, what the fuck? Yeah. They go back and they play it again, and it's permanently etched in the CD. Ew. Yep. I have fucking goosebumps and I want to vomit. That one freaks me out. I don't like that. So, what are you looking up? Group of people that's, or group of things that starts with a T. I swear to God. I'm paying attention. Mm. Proceed. What'd you find? I'm not finding anything. Thank God. Okay. So another story goes, a group of friends. Is that better? A group of friends? No. It still needs to be a T. <laughs> a tribe of friends? No. A tribe of teenagers? No. A tribe of... A throttle of a... teenagers because you want to kill them all. Get it? <laughs> throttle of teenagers because you want to throttle them because they're teenagers. Throttle them. Yeah, as someone uh, that works in retail, that's that one fits best. A throttle okay, cool. of teenagers. So a group of friends... Less, uh, less, uh, aggressive. We're driving down <laughs> the road, as they okay. do, um, and everything's all peachy and great and fine, yeah. right up until they get to the bridge. Of course. It felt like they hit something, like their car went thump thump right? Ew. So they stop, they get out to check and see what the hell they ran over, and there's nothing there on the road. Ew. So they get in, and they start driving again. Okay. And they notice that all of their windows are starting to fog up. Ew. And on the front windshield, handprints are making their way up the front windshield on the on the outside of the car. That's disgusting. 
As the handprints get to the top, there's a thud at the top of the window, and then there's a thud on the roof, and then there's a thud on the trunk. And after that last thud, they said it sounded kind of like like how you like when you put your hand on the your, on the glass and then you like pull your hand down it does that uh, squeak sound. They yep. said they heard something like that and then almost like something fell off the car. So they again stop, get out, and there is nothing there. No, that's when you yell, "Bitch, get off my car!" and then keep going. <laughs> yep, I wouldn't have stopped and gotten out of it. Absolutely like, not. Nope. So Ooh. obviously, there's a lot of car accidents on this road like oh, yeah. hundreds because of like people getting scared people's cars breaking down um people swerving there's cops Gross. there constantly constantly because of how bad it is on that road i don't like that yep so that's disgusting um, that's um crawford road bridge disgusting thank you but disgusting. you're welcome <laughs> okay. all right tell me your last one Okay, so my last one, I will laugh really hard if you don't know any of these. I kind of expect you to. Um, I've got three or four places from Tennessee Tech University that are haunted. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I knew Tech was old and shitty, but I didn't know it was, like, actually haunted. Oh, absolutely. Okay. okay so the first one we're going to cover is the Varsity Building, which used to be the Varsity Cinema Theater, which, fun fact, is where I f- saw my first Star Wars movie. Where's the Varsity Theater? Oh, God. How do I explain where it's at? Let me just send you a picture of it, because that'll probably be a little easier. Yeah, because I have no idea what you're talking about. Eh, Varsity Building. TTU. Okay. I guess I could have Googled it myself. Oh, you're fine. I could probably just do this. Give me the picture. Please and thank you. Just let me copy. Thank you. It's that. No. What the fuck? That's not even what I grabbed. That makes me angry. Can we just Google it? I just... Sure. If you... Oh, no, because I have it now. There we go. That. That's the varsity building whenever it where, loads. Where did, where did you put it? Discord. Oh. That one. It looks like a movie theater because oh, it used to be a oh, movie theater. Oh, that's where the... That's the alumni building. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, All right. Yes, it is a movie theater. You're correct. All right, go ahead. Yeah. So... During the 30 years that it was a movie theater, the employees would experience some crazy shit. So every night, or almost every night, when they were closing, they would hear this little girl's laughter echoing throughout the theater. Uh, The laughter was the loudest near the projection room, like the projector room. It got to the point that employees would, like, start to roll a ball down the hallway toward the projector room, and the ball would get pushed back to them, either with equal or greater force than what they pushed it that's not how any of this works correct so most of the employees refuse to go into the projector room by themselves especially near closing so that's gross (laughs) that's fair (laughs) oops so current university employees were not surprised to hear any of those stories oftentimes any of them who are in that building late at night who know they are by themselves will hear sounds of another person in the building with them it's gotten so loud and so bad that a lot of them have called out to whoever's in the, the building with them, even though they know they're by themselves. So we, should, we should drop in. Oh, absolutely. And be like, hey. Hey, man. Ghosts? Is this cool? Can we, like, walk around and stuff? Is that cool? Yeah. So, of course, there's never any answer. And now, at this point, now that they know the place is, like, haunted as shit, they're just, oh, it's the little girl again. And they just laugh it off. Ew. So that's cool. Great. 
Yeah. The next place is the Phi Delta Theta house. Apparently, it is haunted by a brother who died in one of the upstairs rooms. Oh, my fucking God. Yep. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> so he still haunts and hazes the current fraternal brothers. Because, I mean, if you were a frat That's- brother and you died in your frat house, you would fuck with them forever. I feel like you would do something like that. So, Oh, you're damn right. Absolutely. Like, like if you died in my house, you would fuck with me for the rest of my life. Which God, I would, yes. I would, I would move and I would leave you there. I would, you would follow you. I would attach I to something that you have. Something that's I important. I know. You never leave me. Be great. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no, you never leave me, you asshole. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be a lot of fun. So one brother was in the house alone when he thought he heard someone walking around upstairs. So, like, he walks over to the stairs and is like, hey, man, who's there? And he hears a male voice say, howdy. So he looks for the source of the voice and he can't find anybody because he's alone in the house. So this spirit gets nicknamed Howdy, which is so funny to me. Uh, Another brother was staying in one of the rooms, like the upstairs rooms of the house, and he felt someone holding him down and breathing in his face. Oh my fucking God. Yeah, so he refused to ever enter that room again. Like, he got up and was like, fuck this. Nope. Went downstairs and was like, I'm sleeping here. We're not doing this. So that's fun. Another brother claims that in the middle of the night, he had his blanket, like, not pulled off of him, but, like, explosively thrown off of him in his bed. Um, That's kind of gross. And fraternity alumni say that no one has ever died in the house, so it's unclear where the spirit comes from. They're not really sure. Um, But it's it's there. I'm sure they they fucking played with a Ouija board. That sounds like Ouija board bullshit. That's definitely plausible. And the last one that I have is the most famous spirit of all, of course. Uh, it is President Derryberry, who haunts Derryberry Hall. Yes. I thought you said there was four places. Uh, I said three or four. So then it's only I over, three. Overexpected, yeah. This okay. This is my third. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Derryberry Hall is the main building. Yep. And it's the, haunted the, as shit by Derryberry. The, the admin building. Um, yeah. It so is? Fun. Yeah, apparently. I didn't know that. Okay, tell me. Yeah. Apparently, it's just super haunted. Like, people will hear um, someone walking down the halls. Because, like, those halls, they're, like, concrete or marble or some shit. Like, really easy to hear echoey footsteps. Yeah. Yeah, so people will hear footsteps and, like, be looking, waiting for somebody to come around the corner and nobody ever does. That's kind of fun. Or they'll hear, like, sounds um, that sounds like a person and they never see the person. Or they know they're in the building by themselves, like the admin on the lower level. They know that they're by themselves and they'll hear people walking upstairs after the building's been shut down. Or they'll hear somebody down on their level with them or what have you. So that's kind of gross. Yeah, because that's, that's the very first building that was built when it was Dixie College. Yeah. Yep. The old boy. Yep, yep. Also... There's a door mm-hmm. on the side of the building <laughs> on the second floor. Yep. That there is no outside access to. Yeah. Yep. You know what's funny? Gross. Yeah. A, bl- a blind a blind chick told me about that door. Huh. She's like, huh. we were like walking beside Derryberry and she was like, hey. She's like, look up at the side of the building. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. And I do. And she's like, you see that door right there? I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like. Yeah, I was like, "How is I? How have I never noticed this?" And it's just a door on the second yeah. floor. Um, just hanging no, out. I found out 
later though which i was like why the f-? i was like how the fuck did you know that door was there she's like someone told me i was like okay fair enough so i found out later though that that door is there because they put a baby grand piano on the second floor and that's how they got it in was through yep. that door yep because it's a double door yes it is it's a big ass door yep it's a big ass door and they they craned that piano up and into there yeah and this one this one's just for fun because it makes me laugh um we all know about the bell witch cave right we all know about that so um one of the first uh charles faulkner brian the guy that like the brian fine arts building is named after uh he wrote like he was he was i think the first programs director in like the 30s um he wrote a song called the bell witch cantina which makes me scream laugh i haven't listened to it but it makes me laugh so hard why oh just because the Bell Witch Cantina. What does cantina mean? Oh God! <laughs> you're gonna make me look up words. And Are, you don't even know what it How means. And you're you? laughing at it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's one of those things that I know what it is in my brain, but I can't like put words to it. A wine shop. No. A bar. No. Oh. No. Uh, apparently, Google lied to me. Oh, no, it's a medium-length narrative piece of music for voices with instrumental accompaniment, typically with solos, chorus, and orchestra. You mean just a song? Yeah. It was written in 1946. (laughs) Fun fact. I want to hear it. I was going to listen to it, and then I I found it. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I found it. Link it in your notes. Link it in your notes. I will. All right. Yeah. And there we go. That, that That is my shit show. You're welcome. Thank you. I did not know tech was that haunted. But we when I come back into town, we do need to swing by the... Um, oh, absolutely. The, the alumni building. Absolutely. Because I'm an alumni, and I will walk in there and be like, I'm alumni. Fuck yeah. Tell First me all off. the spooky shit, number one. Second off, tell me the spooky shit. Absolutely. It's unfortunate that I'm an alumni. It is what it is. But yeah, here we are. Okay, so we're done. To the we back. are. 65. Yeah. Cool. All yes. right, so um, if you want to check us out, be sure to head on over to hauntherbarelyknowher.com we have a contact page where you can drop story suggestions or you can even drop us a story yourself you know we like stories i'm gonna be pestering some of you uh, give me all your stories come come next uh fifth and fifth episode what comes next oh we're on social media don't laugh at me shut the f- <laughs> never um instagram twitter at h-h-i-b-k-h podcast i'm on instagram zoe's on twitter you can hit us up I'm there. I'm slowly starting to get back. We're, we're, we're starting a rhythm. We're starting a pattern. Like, getting back into Working work, getting back, getting back into our lives. You, not so much. Me, we're getting there. So, um, yeah, until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or that bunny boy. The bunny man. <laughs>